We have been talking about the fruits of the spirits. Paul was, uh, in one of his letters, was talking about how we can tell that we are basically of the spirit. Uh, there's a difference between what he would call of the flesh, and there's a difference between of, of the spirit. Of the flesh is uh, the things that challenge us in this world, and things that uh, that uh, that make us uh, kind of our imperfections. And the fruits of the spirit are things that uh, he said are kind of uh, echoes of of our 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 soul, our connection with God. And so uh, we are celebrating the fruits of the Spirit. We talked about uh, joy, love, and today we, we talk about peace. Peace, why? That's a word that we just don't hear very often anymore. I remember in the early 70s, that was all the rage, but now it just seems like it's uh, not in vogue, and maybe if bell bottoms come back, peace will too. So, um, you know, Jesus actually talked about peace. He said, blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called children of God. Uh, the world is a little volatile right now, but I want to remind us all that it was then too. Uh, as long as there are people on this planet, we're going to be at odds, and we're going to be fighting, and we're going to be uh, divided. Jesus knew that, and Jesus wanted us to know that our job as Christians are to be one, people of peace, ambassadors of peace. Um, recently, I joined uh, uh, Tattletail. What is it called? TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a. I don't know what that site is, but I, that just shows how cool I am. But um, <laughs> I uh, I joined it, and I, I uh, we did a little of, a, of an experiment. We posted two messages uh, from myself, uh, one talking about uh, God's love and the acceptance uh, and celebration of people for who they are. Uh, we talked about, you know, because our message, I believe uh, my message as a, as a pastor, is to spread that message of love, to spread that message of acceptance. Uh, I also posted another one uh, trying to um, encourage us all to either get vaccinated or wear a mask, but just to, because I believe that by doing that, we are actually looking out beyond ourselves and looking at our, the safety of our neighbors. Um, interesting responses from those. Uh, I would love to say loving, but um, let, let me just, I'll go over just some of the, uh, these are some of the things that I was uh, called uh, in response to these, these messages. Uh, the first one is part of the problem. I'm not quite sure, a little vague there, but uh, second one, liberal, um, that's all right, that's not really a threat. Degenerate, I was called a degenerate, <laughs> yeah. Um, sell out to Satan, that's, uh, yeah, I've been called that before, unfortunately. Uh, someone Christians have been warned about. The interesting thing about this is when I was younger, I was somebody that parents used to warn their kids about. So I feel like I've kind of gone up a level on this one here. Closet homosexual. Um, aside from the antiquated uh, ver uh, word of that, uh, if, if, I, if I were part of the LGBT community, I would be proud of it. So, um, uh, Heretic. That's, uh, they're going biblical there. They're going kind of in the old school there, heretic. Sell out, uh, which would be great if I were rich now, but I'm not. So obviously there's no proof there. Wolf in sheep's clothing. I'm thinking that this is uh, next Halloween's uh, costume. Uh, if, if I can just get Allison to dress as Little Red Riding Hood, I think we have it covered. 
false prophet, but they did acknowledge I was a prophet, so <laughs> right there. False teacher, again, I feel like, you know, I've called a teacher there. Uh, apostate minister was another one. Uh, weak pastor. Pastor, in, they used it sarcastically, so they always had to put the quotes, you know, oh, you pastor, you know, things like that. And this is the one that hurt the most. Old man. What the? <laughs> what? What? That was just out of, that's uncalled for. That's, that is really out there. So, but these are some of the things that, uh, you know, were just flooding. And it, it got to the point where we were getting comments uh, several a day. It was just coming in over and over again. Every time that I would check my phone, there was somebody telling me that I was an awful person uh, and that I was the opposite of what I had hoped to be. And I will admit, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person that uh, really hates the, uh, the saying, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me, because I believe that names do hurt. I believe that our words can really do a lot more damage sometimes. Uh, sometimes if you get hit with a stick, it'll, you'll heal from it. But there are people that uh, a, a word was said to them that takes them years and years, and sometimes they don't even get through that. And so I, don't, I know that there is damage that can be done with these words. And I'll admit, uh, even if I don't take it too personally, you hear this on a daily basis, and this, this does hurt. It's not something that you look forward to. I never set out to be a pastor to be called a false pastor or a false prophet. I never, ever wanted to be called a sellout to Satan or any of those things. There's, it's just not in my nature to uh, be, that's not why I became in ministry. I became in, uh, a minister to uh, help promote uh, the message of, of love and kindness and grace and forgiveness. And so and to, to hear these words, it does sting a little bit. And it, it did cause a little bit of, of stress in the last, uh, uh, I think most of these were almost just in, in a week's time. And so uh, it was a little bit difficult to kind of, you know, just have a happy day when you start out the day uh, being called, you know, uh, any of these things. Like, old man, I still don't understand that. Um, I'm going to start dyeing whatever hair I have. Just look out for it. The last time I tried that, it turned blue, so I don't know if I can do that. But we are uh, at odds with each other. The one thing that that shows is that we are really, uh, it, is, it is fair game to call people whatever you want to call them, it seems. Uh, and usually it's anonymous. It used to be that uh, we would not say stuff to people in, in, uh, in real time. I wouldn't, say, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say something to Betty. The one time that I would maybe say something to Betty is if I was in my car and she cut me off. And then I'd say, why are you saying then, But in person, I would not do that. And now it seems like social media and everything has become the, the car for a lot of us, where we just think that we can be you know, unfettered, uncensored, and just say all these kind of nasty things. And some people, they do say things just deliberately to hurt us. Oddly enough, many of the names that I was called were by people that proclaimed themselves to be followers of Jesus Christ. And they would tell me that in their, in their comments. They would call me these names and they would say, you know, as a Christian, well, if we are ambassadors of peace, what kind of message does any of this get through? 
Does it help this world? Does it help our community? Is this part of what the problem is, is that we feel that it's so easy to just lash out at one another? We are divided. We, we are very much divided. I, am, uh, I have opinions that uh, other people really disagree with, and other people have opinions that I really disagree with. We are divided, but we've turned this into almost a... Um, there's almost, without saying the word, there's almost a civil war going on uh, between words. The weapons are our words. And the weapons are the things that uh, are harming people. Those words are causing div more division and more harm. And remember that this is, this is a faith that we have that is based on love, grace, and peace. Those were the things that we were uh, christened with, that we were called to emulate and called to share were those messages. Jesus never said, uh, go out to every neighbor and be a jerk. Never said that. He never said the loudest voice wins. He never said only read the headline. He never said, uh, insult somebody anonymously. You'll get away with it. He said, love your neighbor as I have loved you. And remember, he died for us. He said, love your enemy. He was all about peace. If we think about the world that we live in right now and the division that we're having... And the, one of the things that I think is probably a little bit different, we say that there, there is division today, and yes, there was, there's been division all throughout history, but it seems to be that today it is a little bit more echoed throughout the various media that we have. Because we have that phone there, every one of us can pop that open and hear that division. And sometimes we even get alerts about it. Sometimes our phones are set to where it actually gives us notices. Sometimes you can be on a site that you just want to be about friends and things like that, and you scroll, and without notice, you get some really, really divisive and really hateful messages. It's no longer about just sharing our opinion now. It's about putting someone else down in the process. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of a, a marriage that is at odds. Have you ever been uh, with a couple that uh, just are not happy together? They just don't like each other. And you, you, you might go out to dinner with them or you might have be a, at a social function or something. And you just hear these little barbs and these little you know, the snide comments and things like that. And it's just a constant yelling and screaming. Uh, some of us have been in those relationships, some of us have witnessed those relationships where you just can't, uh, you can't live together anymore. You just fight and fight and fight. The thing that when I see those, the things that worry me the most are when children are within earshot. When children are in earshot of constant battle and fighting, what do they learn? Do they learn to do the same? Or do they learn to deal with uh, stress in an everyday situation? Do they have 
uh, moments of anxiety? Do they have worry? I grew up in a, uh, in, a, in, a, in a family where that did happen, where the parents were constantly fighting, constantly at odds. And it wasn't healthy. And it wasn't healthy uh, as a child growing up that didn't really understand. You don't understand all the details yet that at a small age. You don't really understand all that's going on. All you know is that there is uh, violence with words. There is um, noise. There is division. You, very, you don't, at moments like that, see the things that Jesus called us to be. You don't see the grace. You don't see the forgiveness. You don't see the kindness. You just see, bam, over and over again. I actually remember uh, when my parents got divorced. Honestly, the first feeling I had was relief because that stopped. We as a society, when we continue to bar back and forth, what message do we give our kids? Because we are like the parents now. This world, it is a small world, after all. It is. It really is. And with social media, our connections are even more so. We can put on something like this TikTok. TikTok, right? TikTok, we can open this up, and we can see people from all across the world. And we can also see that division. And it hits us right at home. And a lot of these social media things, the biggest attractors are children. I, I, I thought I read that the average age of like TikTok is like 13, something like that. And then what will happen is the parents will start getting on it, and then the kids will say, well, that's not cool anymore, and they'll move on to something else like they did with Facebook. I think Facebook, you can you know, go on and talk about a bingo game, and the people will be all excited. But if you talk about the, you know, the next artist or something. But we do have this division going on and on and on. And again, are we messengers of peace? Did, did Jesus see this? Did he foresee this when he said, blessed are the peacemakers, they will be called the children of God? Is there a message there? Is there an encoded message there where he is saying, remember the children? Remember what you're doing. When we disagree with somebody, is it okay to just disagree? Is it okay to have a civilized discussion? Is it okay to speak and listen with our opinions? And is it okay to walk away from those agreeing to disagree? And sometimes, is it okay just to walk away? Our words can be so painful and so hurtful and so unpeaceful. The fruit of our spirit, the fruit of our spirit are things like love, joy, peace. And when we have fruit of the spirit, our world is a farmer's market. We are not to covet it or hold on to it. We are to share it. And so when we share things like love, kindness, peace, people have the ability to celebrate that with one another. 
I think what Jesus was saying is that even if we disagree with somebody, we can still give them respect and kindness. And name-calling just doesn't do that. I, I want to show my age here and pay tribute to somebody. This is Tony Bennett. Uh, Tony Bennett has been in the music uh, scene since the uh, early 1950s. Uh, he actually started his career before that, but his first album was released, I believe, in 1952, something like that. Uh, this guy, I've had the pleasure of meeting twice. One time we met in uh, Lincoln, and the other time, Alice and I actually ran into him uh, walking in Texas, of all places. And both times, he, and he's known for this, uh, if somebody approaches him, he stops, and he welcomes them, and he says, thank you, as people are giving him, you know, compliments and things like that. He is, uh, both times, has been one of the most polite people. And remember, I, I worked in radio, so I, I've met celebrities in the past. This guy stands out as one of the most polite and honorable people that I have ever had the pleasure of, of coming across. This guy's political. He marched with Martin Luther King. He has uh, stood up for uh, gay rights. Uh, he has um, been vocal about his uh, values and opinions. He has not shied away from that. He has also uh, socialized with presidents like Barack Obama and George Bush. He has welcomed everybody to his table. It was actually George Bush that was president when he was re receiving the uh, Kennedy Center honors. And they're uh, obviously on polar sides, I guess you would say. But the one thing that they shared was the music. George Bush was honored to meet Tony Bennett. He was a fan. They found a commonality. The one thing that people uh, say about Tony Bennett is no matter what side he is on, he is still approachable. You can still have a conversation with him whatever side you're on. You can still meet, you can still break bread with him. As Christians... Are, are we supplying that? Are we being at that table? Are we forbidding people from coming and seeing us for the conversation because we're so divided, because we've said so many nasty things, or are we allowing ourselves to be that ambassador of peace? Are we allowing that? I had somebody, um, I do continuing education uh, on occasion, and uh, yes, it's as boring as it sounds. But we, um, I had a, a, a gentleman that was a pastor, and he's from the South. And uh, we did not see eye to eye theologically. Uh, we did not see eye to eye uh, in the regard to uh, social justice issues or things like that. Uh, the one thing we had in common is both of us were follically challenged. And that's where we started the conversation. We started making fun of each other's baldness. And by the end of the conversation that we had, this was like a three-day thing, 
I was able to call him a friend. And he was able to call me a friend. And we were able to have conversations about our differences without making one of us a villain or without going to fisticuffs. But we were able to find common ground. As Christians, our common ground should be love. It should be kindness. It should be welcoming the stranger. I implore us, can we be that group of people that rise above when people are hitting below the belt? Can we be those people that, that symbolize the true message of Christ, not the accusation or the judgment or the condemnation, but the actual love of Jesus Christ? Can we be those people? It's not easy. Jesus had so many disagreements with people, they killed him. Can we be that, that beacon of hope in our world? Can we stop the arguments, the yelling, and the fighting and welcome things like discussion and respect and dignity? Can we do that for the kids? Mom and dad, they've been fighting a long time. It's time to bring peace. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, whatever our differences, wherever we see um, division, help us find common ground. Help us find little things that at least, at least call us to respect one another. When they are hitting hard at us, we cannot fight back by doing the same, otherwise we become them. Let us show the world a different way, a better way. Let us show the world your way. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. For 20 seconds, uh, Will's going to sing a little bit, and I just want us to ponder this question. How, at, how as Christians, can we promote peace? We, we talk a lot about change. We talk a lot about that. But how can we do all of those things with still promoting peace? It's 20 seconds. If somebody comes at you with a harsh word, meanness, and you respond the same, we become that. I pray that this week and as we go out into that world out there, that we can remember that there's a different option, that there's a different way. Even when they come at you hard, we can still come out with the love of Christ. It's been proven time and time again that that is something that opens more doors than just throwing at each other. I pray that we can open more doors. May we see peace in our world. Love God, love yourself, love your neighbor. Amen.